Hey everyone and welcome to Already Cancelled. I am Peter. That is Tara shaking her head at me. Uh, we are going to talk about the Twilight Zone, the classic Twilight Zone. This is season one, episode 20. It is called Elegy. So full spoilers for the episode as always. Uh, Tara's ready for science fiction talk today. She's put glasses on. I think she's sick of me looking mm-hmm. like a scientist and she's like, nope, I'm going to be smart too today. Mm-hmm. It's my analysis glasses. <laughs> Spider-Ass's glasses. I should reaches over to let the cat in or out. In. In. Okay. But it won't be long. It won't be long, yeah. <laughs> yes, we've, we've learned this. We've learned this. Um, so yeah, this episode of Twilight Zone uh, is about three astronauts who are running out of fuel. They detect an asteroid that may have an atmosphere. I don't know why this show keeps thinking asteroids have, have atmospheres and <laughs> you know, whatever. So they land and it's not going to be the last one. They find that it looks like Earth. They get off. There's a farm. There's houses. There's all sorts of things. But everyone who is there is frozen still. No one is moving. Um. So first thing I want to say before we even get to anywhere else in the plot, I want to say two things. One of which I'm going to kind of laugh about, and mm-hmm. one of which I'm going to say, but no, but fair, fair enough. You did this other thing afterwards that made it more interesting. So. When they're on the ship and they're getting ready to land because they're almost out of fuel, they're out of supplies, they have to land and try and do something to survive. And he's like, uh-huh. analyze the uh, the atmosphere. And he analyzes it. And it's like identical to Earth's atmosphere. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, w- would you believe it? It's identical to Earth's <laughs> atmosphere. How many how many places in this show are we going to go where they don't need spacesuits because, oh, it just happens to be the right amount of oxygen and nitrogen. Oh, bloody hell. Uh, but yeah. to his credit, to compare it to I shot an arrow up into the air, because we had that same complaint with that, where it was like really obvious that we're on Earth the whole time because it was like, well, it's the exact same as Earth. At least this after the landed is like, hey, I don't remember Earth having two suns, and then there was two yeah. suns. <laughs> I noticed that too. I was like, oh, I, I sort of rolled my eyes at the beginning, like, here we go again. And mm-hmm. then, like, oh, never mind. It is different. <laughs> However, although, that, that being said, I do have to complain that the two suns was kind of irrelevant like it never really like it never led to like discovering where they are or anything like that it was just kind of a point and then never mentioned confirming, don't worry we're not on earth again yeah we're not on earth we're not doing the same twist even though we have three astronauts just like last time yeah oh, yeah oh this is actually in the future though because they say that from like 2185 or something like that it was like no from 1985 <laughs> well they weren't yeah they were no 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 no, no. The, the, later on the I episode... I heard 1985. Yeah, no, you heard 1985 because that's when the atomic war started. Oh. And then they said it took them 200 years to, to like, you know, pick up the scraps and rebuild. And they said they're oh, from 21-something. Okay, okay. Fair it was, enough. It was like 2180-something. Uh, <laughs> so, did you enjoy the episode, Tara? No. <laughs> I, do you know, Joe was really sad is I thought I was going to. There was like... A, you know, the first like five, ten minutes, I thought, okay, two suns, everyone's frozen, this could get really interesting. And then everywhere every place it went in the second half, I just didn't like and didn't like where it no. went or what it did. It was so like uh, this is another bad one, I think. Even in the beginning though, like the first shot with the three astronauts on the ship and they're doing the landing. The only thing I like about it is that that they use the Star Trek sounds on the bridge, <laughs> which I always like. But um, 
and before hold on, before you even watching it, it's like watching a school play production. Like it was so cheap looking. <laughs> <laughs> but but hold on, before we go too far, I do want to just acknowledge before the comments correct you that this is pre Star Trek. It is, yeah. but Star Trek uses the same sound effects. Oh no, no, I I, I believe it's you. It's done in another episode of the Twilight Zone. Yeah, I believe you. I'm just I'm pointing that out again before someone says, "Oh, but Star Trek came later," because there'll be somewhere in the comments if I don't say that, if I don't point that out. Yeah, I'm saying it uses Star Trek because Star Trek is more important <laughs> on the hierarchy of terrorist sci-fi. <laughs> that's a, that's, a, that's a, I don't know, like. It's more important than this episode for sure, but I think there's pr- a, probably a serious debate about what's what's more important: Star Trek, the original well, series, third or from the Twilight Sun Zone. also had a spaceship that used the same sound effects, so they use it for this and this episode. I'm sure uh-huh. it comes up again, and then Star Trek's like, you know what? That is a really good sound effect for a bridge of a starship. Let's just use it. So I uh, I did like uh, Third from the Sun a lot more than this episode. Oh yeah, um, me too. Um, this one is not. They've got like three stereotype characters there's like the the patient leader the guy who's always mad (laughs) i don't know it's just not very good it's um honestly i think the biggest problem i had at the start even though i didn't necessarily dislike it yet was that it did kind of it felt like it was combining i shot an arrow into the air with the first episode where's everybody gone it felt like it was combining mm -hmm. those two and it felt kind of derivative of previous episodes yeah, I I really was interested in, in why everybody was frozen. Um, I wasn't thrilled with like when they actually just did a still shot. Like it was so obvious. Actually, can I, I want to bring that up because I, they also yeah they have a still shot of the characters that are moving yeah, for some reason at yes, one point. That threw me off so much. So, so me after, too. I rewound it like three times. After they get off the ship and they're on the farm, they meet this farmer. He's frozen still. They think something wrong with him, so they walk into town. They go across this bridge, and they notice a fisherman down uh, by the water. So one of them runs down to talk to him or try to talk to him, but he's frozen as well. And then we get there's a shot where it looks up at the two astronauts who are still up in the bridge looking down. And it's a freeze frame shot. And I thought, wait, does that mean they've just frozen and he's now on his own? Like, they all two yeah, fro- like, me too. <laughs> um, and all my explanation for this is only that they wanted a shot there of those two looking down, but for some reason something was they wrong. They didn't have it? Yeah. Well, well they must have, well, this freeze frame came from somewhere, so they must have had a shot, but I have to imagine that something happened in the shot that made it unusable, like, for most of it. So they are like, a... well, forget it. Everybody in this show is frozen anyway. Nobody will notice. Yeah, it, it was such a cheap little moment and it really because if if i was making this episode right and i realized i couldn't have that shot i would have just not cut to it i would have just stayed on the other shots i, would I don't have, think it was necessary yeah i would, yeah. I would have just stayed away from it but uh that was, that was so really bizarre weird. really really weird um so it was like the first half of the episode there's kind of a montage of them going around at first they go to the town hall and there's like Again, everyone's frozen, but there's like a mayor who's just been elected at the top of the stairs, and there's like a room full of people. Mm-hmm. Um, I did notice one of the people who was meant to be frozen blinking in the background. <laughs> I watched him. Yeah. Because he had these like really bug eyes, and I was like, okay, he's going to blink. This is a long, long take. Yeah. Too. Yeah. <laughs> like yep. Purpose. Yep. It's almost like like maliciously long takes. <laughs> To, to test everyone in the background to see how well they can freeze. Yeah, I, fe- I felt like they should have had a lot more tight close-ups so they could cut into the close-ups whenever something in the background did, you know, move. or And mm-hmm. I think the thing I was noticing the most, though, is you notice that, I noticed that one guy blinking, but a lot of the others, there is, there's this natural kind of shakiness that a person has when they're pretending to be perfectly still. 
Yeah, yeah. And I noticed that a lot. I noticed them just kind of shaking a little bit. Yeah, just just a slight wobble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not I'm not making fun of them because I know it's hard to do, but it's it, hard, yeah, I'm sure. Uh so I mean, you can see people breathing, yeah. It's what you could do. I mean, I was kind of impressed by a lot of people and how well they could stay like completely still for those long takes. Yeah. No. But still, what like a what a jerk director. <laughs> uh, can't so, go cut a little bit earlier <laughs> so uh mr director are we going to be like uh doing lots of close-ups and stuff so you can cut res no one big wide shot you're going to be in the shot the entire time you can't move for for a whole i need four all minutes. 30 of you to stay perfectly still <laughs> nobody blink <laughs> yeah there, there was one or two shots in this though that i did think were actually a bit more uh i don't want to say flashy per se but just a little bit more uh intricate for twilight zone there was a couple of shots where uh, i, I like the shot when they first come into the mayor's like sort of scene uh the camera kind of like from a wide shot kind of went in and up to the mayor it just it was a nice little bit of movement that yeah, i don't typically right. expect from... i thought it was a good looking set you know yeah. the way that was same with um i think later on there's a shot where when they're all drugged where it sort of goes from face to face and it actually felt again very different to what what this kind of kind of shot i expect on twilight zone so far it felt a bit more cinematic the way it was sort of moving face to face. Um, it's just really just these like two or three little specific moments I'm thinking of, but they did stick out to me. Mm -hmm. So I'll, I'll give them the, the props for a little bit of direction there. Uh, so yeah, there's a little montage of them. Like, they're all in different places. One's in like a hotel and there's like a, a romantic dinner happening. Uh, again, they're all frozen. Uh, one guy goes to... Um, the dog guys got to I can't remember <laughs> that was that was the one that stuck out to was there was a romantic dinner in the hotel but they basically just go to different locations so but no, the one remember. the one guy because this is the important one that really we go to the ad break on uh i think it was the hothead goes into what's like, it's like a beauty pageant and there's like a crowd and there's like oh yeah there's like five or six women on stage and it felt a bit creepy because he was just walking on the stage looking all them up and down just being like uh-huh mm -hmm. i know yeah. Yep, those are boobs. Yes, yes, yes. You have boobs too. Oh, everyone has boobs. Great. Uh, and any like sort of like jokingly kind of like you know flirts with the 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 winner uh, and says she's the most beautiful and whatever. But he kind of just freaks out and demands, "Why is no one talking? Why is no one moving?" Um, and he storms out the room. But as he storms out, there's one old man who actually turns around and just sort of chuckles to himself and. The music that plays every time he like does something it chuckling. It's so like slapstick, jovial music. I, I don't understand it. Yeah, it's just the little like uh, piccolo or flute or whatever it is that's doing the little <laughs> hijinksy kind of noise. Um, if Connor was here, he could tell me what the instrument was. But um, it just yeah. So that's where we got the ad break on, and then after, in the second half, they they encounter him because they're looking at houses and they're basically just going to pick a house to move into because they can uh, since everyone's frozen um yeah and they, they sort of jokingly say to the guy who's frozen holding the newspaper in the porch hey do you mind if we go in and take a look around but it's this old guy that we saw move before so he actually puts the paper down and goes i don't mind at all I go on, you know on you go and they all kind of freak out and then he ex slowly explains to them where they are why things are the way they are um before we get into that though actually i want to go back to the first half because there, there was a scene of them speculating themselves that i think is worth mentioning um which because one of them was actually honestly far more interesting than anything that happens in this episode uh what was that? the, the cool-headed guy theorizes that 
they are actually all moving they're just going so slow that to them they look that's still. what i thought this was gonna be yeah when and i you, thought when you mentioned that i was just like oh yeah they're just on a planet that has like a different speed, speed. yeah yeah <laughs> and so they're all going so fast and i, I thought oh, that actually sounds really interesting like how like like do, do they like age like do, do we like jump ahead in time because they're waiting for like some of the characters to achieve something um but by the time they do it they're already like all in their 60s or something because they've been waiting so long for it to get to that point i, I don't know um <laughs> I, I, I love the idea of them actually growing old and dying in one of the like they, they, they take a house and because it's like people who are at the, the beauty pageant or the mayor's thing the house is empty for the rest of their lives so they grow <laughs> yeah. old and die in the house and then in the speed that these people are moving at they eventually come home and there's just these three dead guys <laughs> in the house <laughs> I could have been into that plot. That could have been a fun little one. Um, yeah, I honestly thought that's where it was going. Because I, I I'd sort of had thought about that. And then when one of the characters, I think like their captain or leader or whatever, brings it up, then it's like, yeah, maybe that's what this is. But then, no. Everything we get is so bizarre. Yeah. Yeah, so the old man, uh, he's kind of dancing around it. He, he slips this casual reference that made me think of Westworld. Because he says that Oh, the guy who this this house was built for, uh, turned out he wanted to, uh, you know, fight dragons or whatever. So he he's over in the the fantasy section. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, wait, is this like Westworld? Those like different worlds? And he even mentions right. a wild I west. Right. I thought of that too. Yeah. Except everybody's totally still. So what would be the point? <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know they keep asking questions, and then he eventually says, "Oh, this is a this is a cemetery." This, this is this is people who have died who have came here uh, everyone here is just yeah. like so i'm like because because my big question is like well if they're dead and that's why they're standing still and they're, they're being preserved and they're just standing there i'm like are they actually experiencing any of this like is there a point I, to them standing here doing this no i i don't know i don't think so like it seems dumb like so people from this other place that happens to be a lot like earth come to this planet to die and he's like an android or something that asks them what is their favorite moment or what do they wish they always had. And that's how he preserves them in this like menagerie. But it's not like a, but that's it. Like that's, that's all it is. Can I ask a question, Tara? And I want you to be honest with me. Why? Do you only know how to use the word menagerie? Cause there's an episode of Star Trek called the menagerie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I see a through. Menagerie, a cage. Because <laughs> it's the only no, place I know I, what it is. It's like, but like, I'm, I'm pretty sure I learned that word from Star Trek. I'm pretty sure I wasn't. I was never a user of the word menagerie before then. No, like, because it's like a museums use it too, or like uh, places that use uh, like natural history museums that have um, what's the word I'm looking for? Taxidermy and such. Hmm. Have you ever been into one? No, uh, no they all uh, uh, by different menageries, and that's, I think, where I learned it from, other than Star Trek. No, I've been in history museums, but um, I don't recall that word. But I mean, it's entirely possible it was it was set it was on a sign or something, and I just didn't read it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but like, um, certainly. But anyway, um, so yeah, now he explains this, and he he brings him out all drinks. He's like, I'm going to make you spot a lunch. Here's some drinks first, and. Of of course, by the time they get to the end of the scene, like they all start dying. He's he's drugged them all because they're here, so they they can't be alive. So they they're all dying. That's where people go to die. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of it's kind of a dark ending. Um, I actually did laugh though at one point. The hot headed uh, guy, 
um uh it was just when they finally see the from earth or whatever and he's like oh earth oh now i understand and the high headed guy goes oh that's great we don't <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, I, I think like there's so many ideas in this episode and it picks the ones that aren't as into like, the, the one that it actually picks is really weird this afterlife idea is like so much less yeah. interesting than all of these science fictiony explanations that we could have had it, it seemed like it was it was trying to do something else because they kept bringing up nuclear war and how mm-hmm. mankind has moved beyond that now and like also they said um I don't know. It like zooms in on the android's face at one point, at one point, and says, like, "Where he's like, so long as there is man, there will never be peace." <laughs> like, oh, that's dark. But like, what does that have to do with this? <laughs> yeah, Joey you know feels like it feels like it's undercooked in what it's doing, right? So it doesn't feel like it's fleshed out enough. But at the same time, it's also got so many damn ingredients. It's like it's like you were making a soup and you put in like fifty ingredients, but don't actually cook it properly. And this is what yeah. you get at the end. There's just so much things that are just kind of there um, and soggy. <laughs> <laughs> there's no salt. There's, there's no salt. Well, I, I feel like I'm being pretty salty right now, so there is salt in a way, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I, it's, just, it's a rough episode. I Like... I, I, I really wanted to like it. I, I, I got excited by the two sons. I got excited by theories of time moving differently. Those were like the interesting concepts to me. Um, yeah. And then I went down Even this... the Westworld part is kind of interesting, but then it... <laughs> yeah. I, was, I mean, I was less interested in the Westworld thing, um, but it was more interested in just this is, a, this is a cemetery. Like, who sends people here? Like, because it's almost like an implication that like people pay to come here after death. Like, this is like, you know, they sign up for it and be like, you know yeah like people there are really young like so they have to volunteer to die or and have they have they kind of like time traveled or something like or is this like place based because the, the the android does say that this place is based in 1950s or 60s earth right this is like a desirable place which it means that the people who come here if it's not earth directly it, you know it's something that these astronauts just didn't know about because it wasn't that common knowledge or the if it's a different planet then they're obviously aware of Earth and their culture, or our culture, I should say, um, because they want Earth periods of history in their weird yeah. museum afterlife that they want to spend their time in. Yeah, it doesn't... It, this It's so incoherent. <laughs> <laughs> Did Zack Snyder write this? No, I didn't. It was Charles Beaumont, who I think has written some good episodes. So I, won't, I won't throw about the I'm bus. sure that's true. Uh, this one, yeah, this one's just not, not for me. Nah, it was it was it was a weak episode. Uh, so yeah, he leaves them preserved in their ship because they all said they want to be in their ship going home. So he's he's got them in their ship set, and they're all just frozen still. Um, and I like how Rod Selling came in and was like, uh, they all had a dream, and that dream came true, but only <laughs> in the Twilight Zone. <laughs> yeah, he didn't really have a whole lot to say. No, he didn't. I I, I did kind of like the start of the, the opening one though, where he's like, uh. Uh, the date, the day after tomorrow. <laughs> like, he, <laughs> like he's trying his hard to make it sound interesting. He really is, um, really trying. So the preview for next episode at the end. Um, he didn't even talk about the plot. He just he admitted that he was shit at writing women characters, and said he said that I have been accused of not being able to write <laughs> good roles for women or something. Which me, which makes me think, oh. 
somehow he knew the internet existed back then and uh <laughs> <laughs> what's interesting though is looking at the credits there's no other writer credited um i think he was talking about the actress i think i i i took his his uh his pitch as there's a, wo- a woman co-writing this with me is that what you Didn't thought? Did he have a female writer before? Haven't we brought that up? Oh no, there was one. Yeah, we, we talked about yeah. it. But um, I, I took what he was. He, si- no, I heard him say that he's been accused of not being able to write women. So this one is, is about a woman that he wrote, right? Well, no, I think the phrasing he used was so. Next week, I am joined by viewer Miles, who's the actress in it. But I, I, I took his sentence to mean I am joined by viewer Miles to write this. So that I, I oh. so so that it's not a shit woman character. That's how I re- read what he was saying. Clearly, I was no, mistaken. He's just uh, accepting the challenge. <laughs> Apparently, this one you know works for some people, like Jordan Peele. <laughs> really? So you're you're familiar with this one? Um, yeah, because of a recent film. Okay, okay, okay. I, I didn't remember this one off the top of my head. I'm going to read the. Uh, description here maybe isn't it'll... this the one that inspired us i mean yeah I, I i assume that's what you meant when you said that but i, I didn't know an episode inspired us i wasn't aware that that was oh yeah yeah uh so anyway well wait it's called mirror image uh which again if you've seen us <laughs> makes some <laughs> sense uh while waiting in a bus station uh millicent barnes millicent millicent what's our name is yeah. millicent it's a 50s name Millicent. Is, is that what Millie's always short for? Am I learning something here? I actually have no idea. It's not a name that gets used very much anymore. Yeah, news to me. Millicent Barnes has this name. strange feeling that her doppelganger is trying to take over her life. Okay, all right. Should be, should be interesting. <laughs> should be interesting. I'm, uh, I, I, did, I couldn't help but notice though there's two episodes left on the Blu-ray disc that I'm on. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't help but notice that the one after the next one is a very famous episode. Yes. I know. Yeah, maybe may on a certain... I know which one it is. Certain, I saw it on the app. Yeah, a certain <laughs> street may be involved. Uh, mm. So, no, I'm excited for that. I'm excited to check out Mirror Image, though, because, um, uh, I mean, his pitch didn't do much for me because there was, like, nothing to do with the the plot. It was just... <laughs> I've been I'm going to write a woman and you're going to like it. Yes. <laughs> Um, and to, to be fair though I, it was something that I was noticing in the first like well almost all the episodes we've had like along the hitchhiker was there any episodes where the main character was a woman uh yeah the 16 millimeter shrine you're right okay there was one early on okay that's two so out of 20 episodes we've got two yeah that's basically it I guess yeah I was noticing it was there's a always, bit there's of a always there's always a wife <laughs> almost always well, well, it wasn't away from this episode. Almost always. Almost always. I'm okay. sure that mayor had a wife. <laughs> <laughs> Can we at least expect, like, have her have a like at least one line of dialogue before we count her as being a character? <laughs> <laughs> Is that too much to ask? <laughs> she was the one that really did well at not blinking. Okay. Okay. Quite. Quite right. Quite right. She she did a good job at not blinking. Um, that's all we have to praise <laughs> for for mm-hmm. for a character. So, anyway, so Mirror Image is the next episode of Twilight Zone. Um, so hopefully you'll join us for that. You there in your living room, and us here in the Twilight Zone. That's what you said at the end. I was just repeating what Rod Sterling said. Um, but no, uh, fun episode, a fun episode. Uh, you can of course support 
uh, everything we do at Mail Fuzz TV and keep all the shows coming, all these reviews coming. How can they do that, Tara? You can check out our Patreon website at patreon.com slash TV. You can donate as little as a dollar per month, just one buck, and uh, it'll get you these Twilight Zone episodes a week early. So you can check that out. Absolutely. You also get bonus uh, episodes of other things we do and all sorts of things. Um, we also mm-hmm. just set up a new email address for people to, to use if they want to ask us questions for any of the shows. Uh, just make sure okay. you uh, put the show that you're asking the question for in the, the, the subject <laughs> and remember to send your name on it. But uh, the email address is mftvquestions at gmail.com. And I am going to be cruel to Tara and ask her to repeat that in most things going forward. But I thought since this is literally the first time I've ever brought what? it up. <laughs> the email address. What was the email address I just said? You're going to give me more stuff to do? Oh, yeah. MFTVQuestions at GangsterMail.com <laughs> GangsterMail.com uh, G always stands for Gangster. Unless it stands for gonorrhea <laughs> no that's not kingster at all well, <laughs> what if it's just someone's name what if it's like g perkins unit it's still g unit is still gangster all right okay i'm, I'm apparently i mean tara's older than me but apparently i'm learning how the kids speak these respect days respect your elders <laughs> Yes, uh, you can get us on the Twitters at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates. If you want to check out other content that we do, specifically me and Tara, we do have a sci-fi movie show that we do every week called The Atomic Cinema Experiment in the Ace. Uh, that goes up Woo-woo. weekly. Uh, you could check out that. Uh, we recently did movies such as Primer and The Terminator and some other things. So go and check out all those episodes. There's some fun Rocket episodes. Man. We mean some other things. <laughs> some other masterpieces. <laughs> yes, we did an episode on Rocket Man. You can go check that out. Uh, so go have a look. See. Uh, but otherwise, that is us. So thank you once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching TV, guys, and the Twilight Zone. <laughs>